good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning in for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you meet me here Thursday nights. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, I am so grateful and so thankful that you prefer to be here with us than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are my inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed hour, anytime that I'm coming forward, I am so in love with you all. It's just such a beautiful thing to have the opportunity to grow each other with each other and to be there uh, unconditionally over time. It is really the stuff that makes powerful alliances and successful, triumphant, victorious ones, particularly where we are under siege. And the whole point in being under siege is that we are divided and conquered, that we are preferring to be in the company of the miserable as opposed to being accompanied by those who consciously seek to stand in the light of the truth of the all that they truly are all that we truly are as these living loving intelligent potent immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. We're living in a now moment that requires us to come forward, to stand up, to get up, to rise up, to be in a place and space where we are no longer complicit and complacent with our own oppression. We are no longer signing off on dying by any ways and any means necessary. We are in a place and space where we will honor and glorify consciousness the intelligence of our being, that which has everything in its order and orchestration and flotation and rotation suspended in nothing but more and more of its ever-expanding presence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. I am the voice to remind you that we are already dwelling in the reality of this absolute and supreme intelligence and that there is nothing that it cannot do. Now, for where we are in this now moment after having been under siege at and cellularly assaulted and oppressed, you understand? See, a lot of you, you got your eyes over here and your eyes are over there, and you're always thinking about the one situation over here and the one situation over there, and you get all mad and frustrated, but then you turn around and do exactly the thing that they want you to do is being inebriated, intoxicated, violating the cellular functioning of your own being, but you want to complain about these people, but you love them so much that you allow yourself to be permeated and penetrated in every atom and every cell of your being with their toxicity, with the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, alcohol, tobacco, and all of this sugar and all of these things that are causing all of the sickness, illness, and disease. I am the one to remind you that now is our time to reclaim our lives to come to a point and place where you are not rushing towards your death. You don't even know what death really is. You're not really quite sure that you don't suffocate in that body because the churches have put us in a place where we feel as though we can be out of alignment with the very laws that govern existence and still move into the spirit worlds and sit at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, and on the third day, he arose from the dead, and y'all buy all of that, but then you are killing yourselves, and I don't get it. 
So I'm just saying, <laughs> we're in a now moment where it is our time to really do that, which is our due diligence in clearing, cleansing, purifying, consecrating our body to both through purification so that we are literally experiencing the cellular clearing, cleansing, and renewal that allows us to be completely healed, to be completely whole, regardless of what the thing has been called from AIDS to zits. We are in a place and space where the veils of illusion and delusion are being lifted from us, and we are the beneficiaries of the gifts and the talents and the skills and the abilities and the labor and the ingenuity and the intellectual property and all of those that which has been gifted to us by those who've walked. And then there are those of us who are applying ourselves so that we are able to be in a direct alignment with our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, and our souls so that we have the opportunity to tap into that unseen realm, which is the real of what it is in terms of being the actual fabric of intelligence that creates. We're in a now moment that requires us to come to that place within the depths of ourselves where we are fully charged, fully inspired, intensely intentional in walking in the truth of ourselves because there is no political consciousness that you could ever have that is greater than true self-realization, self-actualization, and being in alignment with that which is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal so that you are truly a vehicle and vessel of absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth. There are those who feel like they're entitled because of their whiteness, because of their money, because of their whatever, and they are just as delusional as everybody else. You understand? It's a world-conquering rampage, and there is light that everyone has, has within them or else they could not exist. All right, And we must come to a point and place where we dwell in the light of that absolute and supreme intelligence, that we are able to invoke the light of absolute and supreme intelligence, that we are centered in the love of the light of that absolute and supreme intelligence, because our duty, obligation, and responsibility under a world-conquering rampage to have us divided and conquered is to always exalt the oneness and the harmony of existence, regardless of the shape, the form, the color, the hue, and the the stupidity of these ones. Yes, they're stupid. 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 You understand? Stupid in the sense that they love being wrong. They don't want to be right. They feel entitled to be killing us and beating us and incarcerating us and stacking the deck against us and where we have the responsibility now to clean up because the reason that they have no regard and respect for us is because we are under the toxicity of their of their products. Where you go to the stores and you see uh, on the thing it says meat, milk, eggs, <laughs> lotto, beer, and all of this. I'm just saying is that we're not in our light. So there's no way for them to really respect us as if we were in our light because we are filled with their toxicity. Now, they're toxic. You understand those ones who set themselves up as government, they set themselves up as, as uh, religious leadership, they set themselves up as if they're the authority of existence, and they are not. You understand? And if they were the authority of existence, then everything would be harmonious and there would be light. There would be love. There would be cooperation between nations and races of people. There would not be subjugation and violations and sanctions and, and all of this oppression and genocide. 
You understand? You can't trust the people who have already shown that they're murderers and they're liars and they're killers and they're usurpers and they have no regard and respect. They'll come in into your home, bulldoze everything, burn you up, and then try to examine your ashes to figure out how intelligent you are. You understand? I'm just saying we're in a now moment that requires us to be the ones that we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence. You understand? Because the bottom line is that when it comes time to leave, you should be leaving as absolute and supreme intelligence because you're going to leave your black body here. You understand your yellow body, your red body, whatever body you had. You understand if you didn't develop your light bodies and you don't know how far beyond the earth you can get into the spirit worlds. But that's destiny is leaving the planet. And so I'm the one to remind us that we need to be cleaning ourselves up to prepare ourselves for our eternal journey. Well, I don't want to live it eternally anyway. <laughs> well, don't worry, you won't. <laughs> if you don't care to. <laughs> so you don't have to think about it twice. Bottom line is that your life is your gift. You were given an eternal life. These people have put us in a position where we throw in the most valuable thing that we've ever had. Just throwing it in the trash. And it doesn't make sense for us to expect so much and be willing to do so little. You, you want so much, but then you don't want to do what is necessary in order to have the more of yourself. And after 40, 50, 60 years of consuming all of this garbage and feeling entitled to be drunk and say drunk as a skunk and, and, <laughs> and just a squirrel trying to get a nut in a white man's world. I mean, we have had some real silly things going on in our heads. And I'm just saying is that we're out of that. This is, this is a time for our being realigned in the light of that absolute and supreme intelligence that we in truth are. You understand? But it's the truth of everybody. You understand? And just because these people are able to cooperate and keep their money in their communities and this and that, the fact that they are indulging in the flesh of pigs and monkey brains and all of these things does not make them more intelligent just because they keep their money within them. You understand? And they're still defiling themselves. They're still murderers. You understand? They're still racist. I'm just saying we have to really stop attributing a financial... Uh, capacity as if that is the uh, the truth of their success is because of their paper, because of their money. You understand when everybody is squandering the wealth of themselves, where everybody is allowing themselves to be permeated and penetrated by all manners of filth and 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 garbage and whatnot. All of those uh, those sex enhancement things that you all are taking that has all of the penis, the penis ground up penises of calf cows and all bulls and all of this. I'm just saying that we're in a place in space where you really don't have the examples of any communities that are truly in light. You understand, the money does not make them in light. The, the pursuit of money really gives them the opportunity to be ever more out of alignment and attunement because they have forfeited or not come to really exalting what the purpose in being is. And this is what the commonality amongst all of the people are, is that very few are rightly oriented as to what life on earth is really about. So success in capitalism is not success in life. Success in having as much sex and being as stupid as you want to be is not success in life. You understand, having 
uh, institutions and prisons filled up with all of these beautiful black and brown bodies and having them working for nothing and you making a serious profit behind their enslavement is not success in life. You're instituting governments on the annihilation of our indigenous families and the enslavement of our African families and the continued violation against every other order of being is not success in life. You're being in a place and space where you have big buildings with your name on it and you have done so many deals this way and that way. You understand that that is not real success in life. Success in life is really about your being in alignment with the truth of the integrity of who and what you are as this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is immortal. And that you are in the consistent progression of self-actualization, self-unfoldment, and being who you are as one of the most dynamic spirits to be on the planet. This is who we are in this now moment. Now, what do you really want? If you just want to get your bills paid and you don't really care, you just need a hustle so you can make money. I'm just saying you can do that, but that's not success in life. You understand being good, being good is really not good enough for where we are right now because we have this conspiracy of silence where really good people are saying nothing about our children being poisoned in these public schools. Really good people who work every day and they help maintain and maintain disease as opposed to consciously being in a place where they care to be healing and facilitating the wholeness. You understand? So being good is not good enough. Being able to respond correctly and directly in any and every now moment as duty, obligation and responsibility to be the perpetuators of life, the progenitors of life and moving from a place and space of centeredness and, and being harmonized in the will of existence and the laws of existence and the love of being and creating harmony amongst all races and all nations of people and honoring the right of all beings to have the right to their life. And so where we are now, I want y'all, y'all got to get some fire behind you up here because the bottom line, y'all keep dragging your feet. Death is shutting you out. You can't drag your feet. After being out of alignment for 40, 50 years, you can't drag your feet and then be trying to take your time to make a decision about whether you're going to stop eating flesh or not. You're going to take your time about making a decision that you will honor your gifts and honor that which you all refer to as God. You're going to take your time about making a decision to be completely cleared and cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized and revivified. Take your time. You're dying in the process and the issue is is that that's the that's the trick it's to put us in a place where we're all right with dying well sister you know I'd have made my peace with death yeah but you have never lived you're not living fully serving your children Captain Crunch and Frosted Flakes and cow's milk at this late date that that's as much light as you have in reference to the value and the beauty and the truth and the intelligence of your children. Having children and having babies, you don't let this men, these men slap up all over your breasts and lip you up and up and down and this and that. Now you're pregnant, you're having children, and you don't want to breastfeed. I don't get it. But then you want to be respected as intelligent women. I'm just saying, we are in serious trouble here. Because we're not doing that which is ours to do on behalf of the lineages that we represent.
there is order and there is law. And our being in harmony with the law and the order is the foundation of that, which allows us to really be happy and joyful. You understand these people telling us that we have the right to pursue happiness. Now we're under a genocidal plot that is that that is saying that we have the right to be inebriated, intoxicated. We have the right to have the, the corporate deities of death at every celebration and birthday party. We have the right to be killing ourselves, but then we can pursue happiness. It'll never happen. It's fleeting. The happiness comes as a result of the souls, the seriousness of your your spirit being activated in the love of, of the law and the love of life itself and the love of being itself in the reverence and respect and the honor and appreciation and the gratitude and the thanksgiving for the blessedness in being and realizing that everyone is blessed with the gift of life. And these people, they kill for the sport of it. They kill for the hell of it. They kill for the, for the game of it. You understand, these people got the women. There are women going over to Africa and trying to have safaris and, and bringing down hippopotamus and elephants and whatnot and then sitting on, on their prey with their big guns. And these are, are women, really? And so, because we do not have the proper examples of those who are in light, those who are really exemplary enough that we should follow them, then it's our duty, obligation, and responsibility to do that which is ours to do, so that we are the ones in light. We can't depend upon those who led us astray to lead us to our lost light. We can't depend upon those who only have the the degree where they want to do something. Well, I have to do something. All right, but the something that you're doing is not the thing that's going to open up the way for your being in alignment with absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth, which is the leverage that we have in a system that supports our violation, our annihilation, our subjugation, domination, incarceration, bastardization, usurpation, and being in a place where we have forgotten the beauty and the blessing and the integrity of who and what we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is supremely intelligent. and so intelligent that it's figured out a way to give absolutely everything and everybody so much of itself. It's a party over here and it's a party over here and it's a party over here all the time. The intelligence of existence is so intelligent that it would never just kill so many of itself over here to exalt so many of itself over here. It doesn't work that way. It always works on behalf of the wholeness of everything and everybody because everything and everybody is just other expressions of itself. And so our responsibility is to be able to respond correctly to being under siege. And the first line of defense when you are being warred against is to do nothing to undermine yourself, to do nothing to undermine yourselves, to do everything that is possible that you can possibly do to flush those toxins through your system, to be restored in the the frequency and energy of, of, of life force and life currency. You understand where you have no blockage and obstruction of your neurological forces, of your glands, your endocrine systems, of your lymphatic system. Everything is fluid because you are 
Like the earth, 80% water and water is the medium of intelligence that is programmable and we are programming the waters of ourselves with each and every thought that we think, with every word that we utter, with the things that we declare, with those things that we feel intensely. So even though you may have these exalted thoughts that you are, you know, entertaining and whatnot, when somebody pushes your button and you get mad and you fly off the handle over here and you fly off the handle over there, then you're creating more of that frustration and more of whatever that is that's causing you to be out of alignment with your peace, your poise, and your power. See, the power, you can't have the power without the peace. And the peace is the fulfillment of love. And love is the harmony of truth. And the truth is that we each of these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. Nobody has more than the other one. We all have been given an opportunity to tap into the infinite reality of all of it. We have capacity. We have capability. We have potentiality. We have that which is destiny. And when we don't choose it, we will have a tragic date with fate. Don't matter what hue of people you are from the blackest black to the whitest white. Your behind is out of order. Then you're going to suffer the consequences of that we're in a now moment that requires us to really dig deep within the depths of ourselves for the discipline of discipleship you understand because the whole point in being upon the planet is to really exalt life and to be aligned in the exalted thoughts that allow us to walk the exalted walk in the harmony of the truth of who we are as these points of that absolute and supreme intelligence being in the reality of our conscious immortality while we're on the earth and every fiber of your being is actually permeated and penetrated in the frequency of that exalted thought so that you literally are reprogramming every fiber of your being from mortality into immortality and when it come time for you to leave there was no sickness there was no illness there was no disease no heart attacks no stroke none of that you left and you left as a whole being you didn't leave as a dead person and this is very crucial for us to get it because so many more we are closer today to having to leave than we were yesterday and you understand that some people are not going to see the, see in the morning you understand? I'm just saying. We have to really take seriously our responsibility to be in love with being. Because there's no way that you can think that your money is going to make up for your stupidity. Your, your money doesn't make up for your stupidity. And your stupidity puts you in a position where you think that you can prosper working towards the detriment of everything and everybody, that you could be the perpetuators, the legislators, uh, of, and the facilitator of genocide across the planet, and then you can prosper? Really? That's how stupid you are, to not realize that there is absolute law and you are definitely held in, the, in, in it as everything and everybody else. And that's what gives us leverage over that thought. Over that which we call racism, over that which we call police brutality, over that which we call uh, whatever that is. It's wickedness. It's just pure wickedness. Being out of alignment. And these people have studied all these cultures, all these civilizations and whatnot, and seen that civilizations have risen and civilizations have fallen. And right now, America is in the toilet. As is Israel and all the other places. In the dang gone toilet. Whirling around. <laughs> 
<laughs> with all this garbage. Okay, so I'm just saying you got to get up, get out, get cleaned up. Act like it matters to you to be cleaned up. Because if you're dwelling in a bowl of nothing but feces, baby, your afterlife is going to be kind of stank also. We aren't thinking. We need to be thinking. We need to be making greater choices because we have the infinity of possibilities. If these people can create products that have absolutely no nutritional value, no, no substance, no life force, nothing, and it becomes consumed more than that which the body requires, if they can do that, then we can stand on behalf of the establishment of the eternal order. We can be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified. We can be completely realigned and reattuned, reoriented in the truth of who we are. We can lay foundation for the establishment of the kingdoms and queendoms of light by doing the work of clearing and cleansing ourselves so that we literally are creating the blood of Christ, the consciousness that knows absolutely and assuredly of its own immortality and its harmony with that which is all there is as existence itself. We're in a now moment that requires us to choose life. We're in a now moment that requires us to exalt a full life's urge to get to that point and place where we will not spend another dangling dime on the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, all manners of splendor and equal and breakfast cereals and oatmeal and all of these things that are just complicating your issues. Filling up in your tissues, having everybody just blowing up, blowing up, just swelling up and not really understanding what else they need to do. So we have to really take responsibility because you are the God and goddess that dwells in that temple. And the whole point in being under siege is to have defiled the temples of the true spirits of the living God and the essences of God. And that's who we each are, from the darkest dark to the lightest light. Being in distortion and rendered dysfunctional is to nobody's glory and to nobody's benefit, no matter how much money is generated in alcohol sales and tobacco sales and the flesh of dead animals and shipping all of this poison from one place to the other and stacking the shells with that which has absolutely no nutritional value, no vitality and whatnot. And the people literally are in a state of starvation. And we have the power, the duty, the obligation and the responsibility to not just do something about it but to boycott the death industries and realign ourselves, reattune ourselves through the process of clearing, cleansing, purifying, renewing, forgiving, loving, honoring, cherishing, treasuring, adding unto, enhancing, uplifting, creating, and being all that we each are as conscious immortals. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection.
Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the Inner Circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time. Thank you so much for your consistency, your diligence, and I am in consistent prayer that you are receiving more insight, more motivation, inspiration, more that you require in order to dig deeper and reach higher to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you are as living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of absolute and supreme presence. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to really care. We have to care to live. We have to care to really be successful in our living. Care to be in a place where we are not creating disease and where there has already been some degree of dis-ease, imbalance, sickness, or illness to come to a point and place where you're willing to do whatever it takes in order to be whole again, to be freed up, to be in that now moment where you are rejoicing in the blessedness of your being and living your life as golden because you are the richest one who is the one that you are and we are all benefiting when we delve deeply in the depths of ourselves to tap the wealth of ourselves and coming to a point and place where in light of this now moment where there's so much energy on currencies foreign currencies foreign exchange cap capitalism money, bitcoins, cryptocurrency, all of this to realize that anything that man has created and the acquisition and hoarding, (laughs) collecting, all of that is fine, but that's not the purpose in being. And right now, our lives are in jeopardy because we are not properly oriented as to what the purpose in being on the planet actually is. And it requires a real depth of care. We can't get away from caring. To come to that place and space where you are consciously caring to be obedient and disciplined. In the laws that govern us. And to understand that there are laws that govern every aspect of our lives. And that when we will properly prioritize ourselves and put ourselves and ourselves at the top of our list in terms of where we invest our attention and our energy in enhancing and regenerating and stimulating our own life currency, then everything else becomes much easier. The issue that we're facing is that so many ones are trying to acquire all of the man-made things and not respecting and reverencing and appreciating and honoring that which the intelligence of existence has created within and as themselves, and where we become a detriment to ourselves, then there's no way to really properly be enriched, no matter how much 
man-made currency you may acquire. Success in capitalism is not success in life. Success in living requires a commitment to being. In focusing time and attention in reaching for the truth of oneself, the essence of one's life has to be connected to the essence of all of life. And this is what the divisiveness, the divide and conquer syndrome is to put us in a place where we are not exalting the oneness of existence and the competitiveness and all of that um, feeling that we have to fight other ones. We have to war against. We have to put someone at a disadvantage in order for us to be advantaged. It's not true. And in honoring the laws that govern us, then we're honoring the responsibility to exalt a full life's urge and be in a place where we are not a detriment to ourselves, that we are exalting a full life's urge. We are loving our lives. We are living our lives. We're taking time to realize the gifts that we've been given and consciously caring to honor them, respect them, and cultivate ourselves, the wealth of ourselves. And many people think that their education is the evidence of them having done that work, but it is not. Because where you have had to pay tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars to be educated under a system that does not support you having the time for self-discovery, self-actualization, self-realization, and your accreditation and being degreed and certified is based upon your ability to follow somebody's instructions and to be able to regurgitate their information and come to the inferences and the conclusions that they think and they say in order for you to get good grades. And I'm saying, no, we should be in a place and space where we are really being socialized and cultivated and cultured to, do, to be able to think. To be able to think and to really access the goodness of, of what our gifts actually are. And to even acknowledge that we already have our own inherent gifts that allow us to really tap into the wealth of ourselves. That when we come forward not being poisoned and being provided the amount of sunshine, fresh air, oxygenation, hydration, mineralization, good food, and rest and, and love and the real examples of what it is to become men and wound men. You understand? Then there is literally nothing that we cannot do, but everything that we could think to do would be harmonious with the whole of existence and the rights of our being qualified for continuance in existence and not creating that which undermines us or undermines life. 
See, there's only one absolute and supreme intelligence, and we can distort that intelligence. We can misuse it, abuse it to the detriment of ourselves and other ones, which is what constitutes real evil. Otherwise, there is no evil except for that which comes from the minds and the thoughts and the actions of ones who are not exalting the oneness. But there are no two forces that are vying for us. There is life that is beating our hearts and breathing us. That which will always be victorious and triumphant over every other thing because there's no way to defeat it. And the intelligence of existence that is causation, the beginninglessness and endlessness, the infinity and the eternity of all there is, we each have been given so much of it. And then the culture that we have been socialized in has taught us to disrespect it, disregard it, to be in a place where we don't acknowledge it, where we don't value it, we don't value ourselves. And we value that which is polished wood, metal, and stone to a greater degree than we value our children. Socialized under a culture that values property more than they value the lives of people. And this thing has been going on for hundreds of years. And those who were socialized, educated, and certified and degreed are still perpetuating the same foolishness. Because we've not outfought it. And the duty and, re- and, and responsibility of, of really maturing is to be able to always be Harmonious with the will of existence in tapping more of it towards its greater good, towards the greater good of everything and everybody all at the same time. But that's like too much like right for most people. Most people don't want to be right. And I'm just saying for those of you who are listening to this program, there must be something that you're getting to be up this time of night listening to the program. So I'm encouraging you to dig deep and reach high to really come to a point where you are really making the commitments to stand in the fullness of all that you are as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence and to really invest in yourselves, invest in your clearing, your cleansing, your purification so that you are completely renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified to stand in the light of the truth of the one that you be on behalf of the ones that you have come through. Being able to consistently and continuously unfold in your self-actualization, self-realization, and harmonization with the will of existence, the laws of existence, and coming to that point and place where we are individually and collectively qualified for continuance in existence upon the planet and beyond the planet. For it is not a surprise to know that we will all leave, but we should not be dying. That because we are immersed in conditions that are facilitating sickness, illness, and disease from those who are coming through the womb and all stages of growth and unfoldment, every generation is under siege to the degree to which now it's being projected that those ones who've come forward will not live as long as their grandparents or their great-grandparents, that these young ones should be the most dynamic ones, the littlest ones, the ones just being born, the toddlers, 
those who are the pubescents, the adolescents, these ones should be the greatest ones. Why? Because it is the will of existence that each generation become more dynamic than the previous one. But the issue is, is that we've been under the tragedy and the travesty of a misguided people, influenced by a death culture, being seduced into thinking that death is our finality, our destiny, our fate, the culmination of life for everybody, regardless of how you live, to the degree to which people are all right with dying before they've even committed to the laws of life and living lawfully, living lovingly, living, exalting a full life's urge, consciously caring to respect and honor that which beats your heart and breathes you. This moment in which we're living is auspicious because we have the opportunity to do what previous generations did not know to do, and we have the opportunity to benefit from that which they did have light enough to do. Because there is so much information, so much intellectual property, so much history, so much that we can access. And whether we do it online or whether we go to libraries, whether we read books, whether we get still and get into meditation, you understand, we have access to an absolute and supreme intelligence, and we should be functioning as points of absolute and supreme intelligence. We should not be creating sickness, illness, and disease. We should not be rejoicing in our rights to be wrong and our rights to be inebriated, intoxicated, and filled with the rotting carcasses of pigs and cows and chickens and turkeys and fish and crayfish and lobster and crabs and all of these things that are creating the proliferation of worms and maggots and parasites and all of this stuff that's creating the cancers, the lupus, the diabetes, and all of this stuff, which is completely reversible, but it is not necessary for us to be in this place where we are creating sickness, illness, and disease. And because we have been socialized to think that killing ourselves is fun, that it's something that we should really rejoice in our opportunity to do, that it's the thing to do for celebration, for partying, for our anniversaries, for our birthdays, all of that. This is a problem because we cannot do this thing like that consistently over time without some detriment to ourselves. And where we start with being addicted to sugar from the time that we're children, then it's a problem because sugar literally is the gateway drug. Once you're addicted to sugar, you can be addicted to anything. Alcohol comes next, tobacco, because sugar puts us in a position where it undermines our will. And where we have no will to exalt a full life's urge, where we have no will to do that which is truly in our best interest, where our will to live and our will to love and our will to be under the auspices of our souls and our will to exalt a full life's urge and to be obedient unto the laws of existence, where that will is compromised and usurped, then it's a problem particularly when you are mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and responsible for the perpetuation of lineages of people. And so it takes a very intense depth of care to transcend, transform, and transmute everything to our greater good and to know that we have the power to do it. 
because we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence and there literally is nothing that we cannot accomplish once we are properly oriented in affirming and declaring the truth of our being, not by virtue of our hue or our race or our sexual desires and affiliations of religion and politics and all of that, but by virtue of our each being points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that beats our heart and breathes us. And all who are breathing and have a beating heart are points of absolute and supreme intelligence. Every other being functions intelligently. But we have ones and ones who feel as though they have the opportunity and will take the opportunity to undermine our natural intelligence to exalt a full life's urge through psychological manipulations and behavior modification that is in full effect, as we can well see, because we are no longer exalting a full life's urge. We feel entitled to do that, which undermines ourselves and ourselves. We don't mind that we are not taking very good care of our children, that we honor the operational mechanical functioning of our automobiles, but we don't respect the divine cellular functioning of our children or our own bodies, hearts, minds, and spirits that we have been tampered with. This is not a natural state of being. And so it requires an intensity of intention to transcend it, transform it, transmute it into something that fuels your fires to be completely cleared and cleansed from it, to be reoriented and restored in the light of the truth of the one that you are as this point of this absolute and supreme intelligence to be in a mindset where you will do your daily due diligence of the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, so that you are able to reverse any issues that may have already accumulated in your tissues. And that we are always acknowledging that whatever we think we know, whatever it is we actually know, whatever it is we would like to know, that there is still an infinity that lies beyond us. So we should always be in a state of care to be consistent with the will of existence in expanding ourselves, growing ourselves, being in a place where our maturation is really typified by the reality that we are taking in more of the truth of ourselves, being perfected in our love of life and allowing love to perfect us in the character and virtues that allow us to be consistent in the integrity of high ethic and morality as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, which is referred to as God. But the bodies, our bodies are the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses. But being in a place where we care to be rightly aligned with our faculties that allow us to truly create requires the cleansing because blockage and obstruction is the way that the forces and those beings that are intentionally oppressive through the miseducation and the religious training 
and socialization that does not properly exalt the oneness of existence and the oneness of humanity and the right of beings to have the right to their lives without being herded to their demise and slaughtered so that their bodies could be served to people as happy meals. And to be in a place where we understand just how gross this is. To have places where hundreds of thousands of cows and pigs and chickens, their bodies are hanging. They've been dead for a while and their bodies are hanging in places so that they can be cut up and distributed to people as food. And we don't think about it. We don't consider it. We don't really have an understanding and an understanding as to how much violence is being created as a result of how much violence is going into that which you're eating and how it is that you're all right with being bombarded with blood and guts all the time in the movies and the video games and and the television shows and whatnot. This is a problem. See, y'all can feel in a way about, about same gender loving ones expressing their love and whatnot on the TV, but you're not in, in, enraged about how much blood and violence is there. And for those who have a serious appetite for it where you have to have it, then it's a problem within your very spirit when you are being consciously entertained and killing and feel as if you can't even imagine what it is to have a meal unless a dead body, a carcass is sitting on it. It's a problem when we remember who we are as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is the intelligence of all beings. And these people have lied and given us the thought that we have the right to kill. We have the right to subdue and to dominate, to have dominion. And this is being perpetuated in the patriarchy and whatnot, in the violence against women, the violence against little girls, the entrapment and the sex slavery and whatnot that goes on because grown men never grew up to be real men. And so in order for our society to change, it really has to change with the people. And where the people refuse to change, then the place deserves its destruction, which is the karmic debt for the annihilation and the violation of our indigenous and our aboriginal and our native families. And the billions of creatures whose habitats are being destroyed as a result of man's Greed for space, his greed for flesh. We have to come to a point and place where we understand that it's, it's the will of existence for those of us who are sharing the reality of the now moment of eternity that this now moment is calling us to come to that point of realization, revelation, clarification, where we care to be rightly aligned with life itself and the forces of life itself and the intelligences of life itself. And that we cannot continue to be in a place where we love killing and we love eating the flesh of dead animals and we love 
creating all manners of detriment to ourselves, but then you want to be respected as intelligent people. And you create detriment to yourselves, but then you go to the doctors. And the doctors do you more detriment. But you keep going back to the doctors. But you don't want to do what's in your own best interest. But you want to be respected as intelligent people. Intelligence does not undermine itself. This is how we know that the behavior of the people has been modified and the modification has come through the assault at the cellular level by the nitrates, the nitrites, the BHA, the BHT, the preservatives, the antibiotics, the the hormones, all of these chemicals that are saturating and concentrating in your brain, your organs, your glands, and, and then they're contraindicating with each other and nobody is really assessing how this impacts and affects. Except now we see that our elders are having this dementia and this Alzheimer's and the Parkinson's and, and even in their distortion and dysfunction as elders, they still don't want to change. They still don't want to do anything in their own best interest. They still want to do all of the things that created their sickness, illness, and disease. Every intelligence, every being is intelligence, and every intelligent being has a way to respond when it senses that its life is being threatened. Except for the pigs and the cows and the chickens and the turkeys that you all are eating, they are not able to respond. They're being herded to their death, to their slaughter. And now you who feed from them are being herded into your own death, and you can't put on the brakes. You can't switch gears. You can't make a U-turn. You can't do anything but rush towards your own demise. We're in and out moment where you have to realize that that's a spell that can be broken, but it takes an intensity of your care. You have to think about it. You have to look at yourself. You have to want life and know that God, that intelligence of existence that is beating your heart, breathing you, has the world spending, the sun blazing and whatnot, that it is nothing that it cannot do. But we have to come to a point and place where it matters to us to be cleared and cleansed and healed and renewed. But how is it that you can just continue to do that which is detrimental to yourself? And be all right with it when you know that it's going to end badly. Because there is nobody that you've watched go through this and survive it. The cancer, the heart heart disease, the strokes, all of this is completely reversible. The cancer... HIV to AIDS is completely reversible because we, each of these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence that is there first. And that intelligence is charged upon every fiber of your being. And regardless of how much accumulation of all of these chemicals and all of this rot that you have going on, you can be cleansed. You can be cleared. You can be purified. You can be renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and completely resurrected. But do you care to do it? It's your time to decide. No decision, 
gets you nothing. You'd be a better one for trying. And I'm here to help. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.